Uh, all right, PNG or Perth is the 18th team. The feedback, as I said from last week's chat with Andrew Hill, the bid boss when it comes to the PNG license, uh, that's what sparked this conversation. That the, the, there's intrigue, there's questions, there's viability issues. How sustainable is it? There's an appetite for this from you because the feedback after that online has been immense. We can all guess, we can all speculate, or we can actually go to someone at the coalface, which is where we find my next guest, someone who's familiar with our backyard and now the backyard of our nearest neighbour. Justin Holbrook is the Kummels coach, and he's currently preparing his side to take on the Barty Fiji in the Pacific Championships this weekend. Uh, Justin, congratulations, 46-10, to 10, a win over the Cook Islands to kick off the competition. Yeah, obviously, yeah, it was a great start um, from the boys. Uh, uh, yeah, we had a really good hit out a couple of weeks earlier against the uh, in the Prime Minister's 13 against Australia. And then, obviously, yeah, look forward to the Pacific Championship started. So we had a good win over the, the Cook Islands, yeah, and then a week off. And now we've got to play Fiji on Sunday. So yeah, it's been great. And your team's on a mission, too, to climb up the international rankings, the international ladder. Yeah, that's right. So I've had a couple of questions around that, but look, all weekend, you know, we're in the, the Pacific Bowl Championships. You know, we obviously want to want to win that. So we've, we've had a good start. We'll have to play Fiji both weeks now, this weekend, and, and obviously in the final next week. So all we can do is concentrate on playing well, and it's obviously great to be playing up here in um, PNG in Port Moresby, which is um, terrific for the game here. How much would having a PNG side in the NRL help that, improve that, improve the international standing of rugby league in PNG? Oh, I think massively. And I think just the development of the game up here. I mean, everybody's seen how, how passionate the country is for the sport. Everyone knows it's their national sport, rugby league. And um, look, the development job now that the guys are doing here to, to get them playing younger, that's the key now. You know, look at the... The guys like even Justin Ollum, I think he started playing at 21. And uh, Edwin and Pape, who got hooker of the year over in the UK Super League, you know, he started at the same age. So we've got to get these guys playing younger and, you know, they'll, they'll you know, take off quickly up here. So the development of the game. So it's in a good spot now, but it can really accelerate quickly. Mate, that, that's mind-blowing. 21 years of age starting to play. What, what were they doing before that? Well, a lot of them start around 16, 17, so the sort of last year or two of high school. So, um, But some had to wait till they got to the Digicel Cup level, which is local league, first grade. So um, the development of the game here, as I mentioned, they're doing a great job now. They're getting the kids younger playing, so um, setting up, you know, academies at under 14 now. So um, within a, a year or two, that you know, you really see the rewards quickly here, as, as I mentioned, because we've got a... A number of guys now, I think, um, now going over to the UK. So even for these specific championships, I think um, we had eight players we had to wait to come over from the UK. And then there's a couple more now that are going over for Super League next year in Roderick Ty and Nixon Putts. So um, there'll be about 10, 10 players of the PNG squad now playing at a you know, very high level of, of rugby league. So um, as you mentioned, if, if they were successful in getting the 18th team, well then... Those boys don't have to go there. You know, they're, they're, they'll be ready for NRL and, you know, can have a, a strong side straight away. Well, not only does your team this weekend get bolstered by those players coming back, but on the flip side of that, I, I can only imagine it'd be a massive culture shock for them going from PNG to the UK and, and, and probably the north of England for the majority of them. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, well, it's a big culture shock for the Australians that go over <laughs> purely on when, when they get there for the weather. Obviously, they, they have to travel there in November, December uh, for pre-season, which is the hardest part. But then summer in the UK is beautiful. But, but yeah, look, that, that's difficult for the Pacific Test even because they're obviously travelling back from there and, you know, they're obviously leaving over pretty cold conditions coming into there and then they get here and it's it's obviously nice and warm. So, and with not a lot of time to, to get right, we've got to play straight off. Away, so um, but but great for as I mentioned, great for their development over there. You know, to to get exposure to a, you know a high level of, of rugby league and super league there, and the professionalism need, and then they get to come back here. And you know, our our national side now has got a real good mix. We've got a sprinkling of NRL players, some super league, and also some local um, PNG hunter players as well that are playing Queensland Cup. So it's a real good um, blend of players. Obviously, those those top nations, Australia, obviously New Zealand, you know, Samoa, they're all playing in the NRL, but for our guys, it's you know, it's a real good mix of all, all different levels, and um, it's it's as I mentioned, you know, it's going to accelerate the game quickly, and and to have the games here, they haven't played here since 2019, so. Um, to play back, having playing the games here for the for the fans and the local uh, people is is outstanding. Uh, Justin Holbrook, my guest this morning, the Kumuls coach uh, preparing PNG to take on Fiji this weekend in Port Moresby. We'll get, get into that game in just a sec, Justin. But if there was a PNG team in the NRL, uh, some of the questions that were raised last week after I spoke to Andrew Hill, the the bid chief uh, for the uh, PNG uh, license, the potential license, was h- how do you attract players? especially players with young families? What, what would the sell be for them to come to, to Moresby to, to move uh, across, um, across the strait to, to set up camp there? Well, look, majority of the players you wouldn't need to because they, they'd be based from here. You know, as I mentioned now, the, the acceleration of the, the development of the game here with, with the you know, funding that's getting put into the junior systems and it won't take long and they'll, they'll just be local players and um, or they've at least grown up here and then, you know, moved, moved um, for rugby league. It'd just be a matter of bringing them home. And, um, and look, from my, you know, brief time up here, obviously been sort of back and forth for six seven weeks now but the the mate the people they're so friendly and they really look after you and make sure that you know you're, you're well looked after and and they love rugby league so they're going to definitely look after you right from you know the prime minister to the ceo to the chairman you know they everyone wants this um obviously from talking to them everyone wants to be that 18th team up here and they want to make sure they get everything right so i, I don't think there'd be um any downside of that um, whatsoever. And whoever, you know, if they, they brought some foreign players in, they'd make sure they, they were well looked after. There's some you know, really beautiful places to be up here, that's for sure. The facilities aren't bad either. I think Andrew said that outside of Seabus Stadium at Rubina, the, the ground, the surface at Santos um, uh, Stadium in Moresby is, is probably be, uh, second only to what he's seen at Rubina. And you'd be a fairly good judge. Yeah, well, you'd yeah. be a fairly good judge of that, I would have thought. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. Sea bus is like yeah, it's a, you know it's the best surface I've seen. So, uh, but look, yeah, there's not nothing wrong at all. The facilities are you know first class here, and um, they're talking about developing the grandstand even even more, which would be terrific because the the crowd that sit on that far side there, you know, they're, they're so passionate. They they'll get out there early, you know, a few hours before the game, and and just be sitting in the in in the sun. So it'd be great to. 
from to extend the, uh, you know, put put a roof over that, that side of it as well. But yeah, in terms of facilities, uh, it's got everything here. It's got um, everything in place, as I mentioned. A lot of a lot of the key people um, want to make this happen. So um, yeah, look, my part is just to make the national side play well. So um, and that generates more interest. And as I mentioned, you know, back you know when we played that PMs game, we didn't have any NRL players. We had a lot of just local players as well as Q Cup and, and they more than held their own. So that was, a, for me, a good indication of, of how quickly um, the game can accelerate here with, with the development that they're putting in. Well, you get the Super League influx uh, in, in this weekend against Fiji, but you've also got Jack DeBellin playing for you. How, how did that come about? Yeah, well, obviously, when, when I came up for that PM's game, the, the other staff were telling me his eligibility. Um, you know, his grandmother was, was from Papua New Guinea and born here. So I, I just gave him a call. I said, look, mate, um, I know, you know, you didn't haven't played in the past, but, you know, Jack sort of thought he would take in a local player's spot. I said, don't don't look at it that way. Look at it as you're helping develop the game here, mate, and the, and the local guys would love having, you know, a professional player like yourself around the group. So, um, yeah, once I sort of explained that and I'd have brief dealings with, with Jack years ago, I coached lower grades at the Dragons and knew him then. So he said, well, yeah, if you're in, I'll, I'm in as well. And uh, and he's been terrific. I knew he would be. So, you know, the minute he got up here, the, everyone loved him. And, um, you know, the, the professionalism he, he sets at training um, is great, for, as, a, as I mentioned, for our local players to, to rise to that level. And, and that's all part of the development of the game. So he's been excellent, Jack. Um, played terrific for us last week. And, um, you know, I expect the same this week. Geez, that's a good sell to get him up there, being a leader and uh, helping the development. That, that's that's a that's a good play, mate. Smart play. Well, well done. Well done. Uh, um, good, good luck this weekend uh, against Fiji. And um, we could uh, a couple of wins here could see you climb up those world rankings, which is fantastic, and start uh, start knocking on the door of the uh, of the top four, mate. One from left field, and I'm asking everyone on the show today because today, and I'm sure you know this, being overseas, and you'd have a have a jar packed with you vegemite turns 100 today so justin yeah yeah i knew you knew that i knew you knew that it pops up in weird and wonderful places vegemite uh, and especially um, uh, uh, when you're eating where and what is the weirdest place you've used vegemite and, and let me reframe that i mean i have vegemite on toast with banana i know it sounds random and weird but don't okay. knock it till you try it we've heard people say they've had it in roasts they put it in bolognese have you got a specialty, wow. a little sort of secret closet idea for Vegemite that you use? No, look, I'm, uh, you probably won't want to use my example because um, unfortunately I'm not a great, great advocate for it. I, um, <laughs> the weirdest place, the weirdest place I think you put it on is toast. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of it, unfortunately. And <laughs> I think for how great our country is in Australia that we promote Vegemite as being one of the best things in the world is, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. So maybe don't don't mention me on the. No, no, well, don't worry. You, you can sit in the yeah. corner with the Hoff, my, my my executive producer, because he hasn't even tried it. He's 31 years of age, born in Australia, and he's never tried because he doesn't like the smell. I said, well, "What are you five? You're like, come on, give it a go." Anyway, no, that's all right. Well, you, 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 I'm you... definitely, I'm definitely not that bad. I've definitely tried it a number of times. Um, uh, look, it's good with cheese. I have had it in the past. Vegemite and cheese. There you go. Oh, that's a staple. Good stuff. Uh, mate, we, we hope you're a happy Vegemite after the weekend against BG. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, the, thanks for the chat, ja, ja, thanks for the chat, Justin. And I'll get the Vegemite oh, out of my cheers. mouth now. <laughs> Enjoy. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Cheers.